is Mike York, and you're listening to Talking Schmidt with me and Mr. Schmidt, man. Bang. Hey, hey, hey. Talking Schmidt. I'm already not watching. It's cool. Like, tonight is the night. Damn, this is like the coolest thing I'm ever going to do. I wouldn't say it was fun. What do you mean? Well, Christian Fletcher's younger brother. Fuck the Dodgers. Oh, big dog's in. What do you think, Dolan? Beyond Schmidt. Talking Schmidt. Alpha macaroni. Most of these guys, their opinion don't matter. Talking Schmidt, right? It's skateboarding. I remember that. Talking Schmidt. What are you doing? Holy shit. Skateboarding homies. No, Schmidt, you can't jump in. What is happening? I'm here for Wi-Fi check one, Wi-Fi check two. Let's go through the board sponsors. What was your first board sponsor? Was that real? Yeah, real. That was Jeff Clint. Jeff Clint would come down to Embarcadero and, you know, watch us all skate and be cool. And I knew Jeff from Hocus Pocus. He was hungry. I'm going to get a rat. He was in the parking lot. He was doing slides. Stuff and like curb tricks he had like his quick cameo so like i knew that i was like all right you know i'm already skating her at this time i'm knowing all this shit like putting it okay then he drove to my house met my mom sat with my mom talked to her while i'm in my room i'm not even in the fucking room so i don't know <laughs> what the about. you know what i mean and then jeff comes in my room hands me two fucking boards tommy guerrero and a Thebo SFTG. Yep. Brown. Both were brown. Brown. Yeah. And then the hangman Thebo. Oh. Real boards. They had fucking stickers as top graphics. Real stickers. They didn't even have a top graphic screen. It was a sticker. Bang. Right. Damn. That's sick. And that's kind of full circle for you because you keep, I mean, whatever. You right? you mentioned Jim a bunch and then all of a sudden your first sponsor. Is- yeah. Fucking Albany. Want to know what? Okay, here's where it gets even weirder. Here's where it's weirder. So I, when I went to Albany High School, I go into the fucking lunchroom, the auditorium. I guess Albany High was known for fucking wrestling, right? Who's fucking pictures up there in a fucking <laughs> thing all buff like this? Like, no way. It's Jay Thebo. Boom. It's fucking Jim. I'm looking up at the shit. I'm in a Thrasher fucking beanie. When Thrasher beanies came out, and like I remember getting one, like you know, Christmas or something, like yeah, at school with my Thrasher looking up, and the guy said, Oh, yeah, that's Jim Tebow, he was a skateboarder too. Oh, you got another skateboarder, are you gonna wrestle? Blah, blah, blah. And that, now I'm putting that together too. I'm like, What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? This is crazy, dude. And I still get Spitfires to this day, yeah. You talked to is Frankie hook you up, girl, or? Yep, yep, no, man, best dude ever. Like, Fuck I mean, yeah. I love Frank anyway. So it's like, you know, it, yeah, it, it's cool that I have a reason to reach out to him, like on like that that way with skate business. You know, send me a few sets of wheels. It's dope. He sent me a board before too, on a nine inch popsicle board. I'm like, you got any arrows laying around? I know you know a couple dudes there. He's like, yeah, I can see what I can do. Post. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, you know. Oh That's man, hold my hip flexor on. So I rode the shit out of it. <laughs> okay. Where'd you go from uh real world industries? I, I got swoops, dude. Them did, I did. I just left Jim and them didn't do nothing. It was nothing personal. It was the, I was more of the opportunity to ride for them. It was basically, it was basically like, you know, you're a little kid and that's where you want to be at. So it was like, all of a sudden I'm not worth shit until someone likes me. Now I got value, and now they're going, oh, you're over there. Why don't you come over here? Oh, yeah, 
You know what I mean? All my favorite skaters, all my guys, everyone wanted me over there. I was flattered as fuck. I felt stoked. I felt a part of that more. Mm. You know, I felt more uh, comfortable with that crew. They were all like my age. We we're all into the same thing. We we're all hyper goofy little kids, skate nerds. And, yeah. you know, because at the time with real and not just real, a lot of skate companies, you had older OGs and then you had young kids. So we were separated. When Jerron and I would go on trips with Jim to like the skate zone, pal, Santa Barbara place, you know? Yeah. Like we get invited, Jim's at Bones Brigade. So he's got a pass, you know? Yeah. So, you know, and Tommy. So real got a pass in there. So he would let us, you know, let get a group of us to go. You know, I would notice that Jerron and I would be eating gummy worms. Jim and him would be drinking grenades, you know? <laughs> Mickey Gray's and chilling and doing grown up shit. So we was, and it was, and their music was different. Our music was different. It was like we were separated. We were in the corner and there was over there. You know what I mean? Where, yeah. where like with the world guys, it was all of us were the like eating gummy worms and shit. You know what I mean? Right. So I just, comfortable with that. And right. I looked, it wasn't real, was any less, and world was any more. I looked at world as being, I put it on a pedestal the mm. way I looked at dating. I put it on the pedestal like that. Boom. So that's what made it have value. When I look back now, I'm like, duh. Cause all I did it ended up doing was leaving that and going right back to deluxe to stereo. Right. I went right back. Jim's going, Oh, you're back, huh? And I like, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, you know, and at this time, Jeff Clint, you know, had passed away during this whole time. And oh. you know, so it's a different deluxe is kind of getting ran by it's so I'm coming in and Jason Lee and Dune are there and things are different. I think they were going to do a company with Jordan Richter called family. I think they were going to do something like that too. I want to say American dream. With Ron, Ron Allen. With Ron Allen. Yeah. So I think there was a lot of like new stuff happening, like new changes with deluxe at that time. So when I came in with stereo, they were working on a video and they had LeVar already over there. They had my man, John Diago already over there. And, you know, Jason Lee is an absolute favorite skateboarder in the world. And like, you know, my, my hero, number one hero, like best dude to ever touch a skateboard. Like, like, you know, that I would put his picture, if skate, what is skateboarding in a dictionary? That would be J, uh, for Jason Lee's video part. That's what skateboarding is. And then you, whatever else you could do around that, you got it. The video days part that is like, uh, yeah, on the vert ramp, bro everything you you wouldn't everything. want to fight ollie back tail grabs like that i do yeah that back tail he did i want those some big old back disaster ah, oh my are you fucking kidding me everything i got my dickies on looking like him to this day dude so it's like that dude that's the best skateboarder in the fucking world dude jason lee right so so were you like kind of fanning out like being around him was it hard were you nervous at all dude yes i had <laughs> I'm I'm at John Diago's house. I'm already on stereo. They're like, Jason's coming. Jason's going to meet us. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to meet Jason Lee. This is fucking crazy. Jason walks in and Jason goes, oh, it's him. Oh, nah, dude. Not that guy. <laughs> First thing he says, I'm just like this. He goes, oh, what's up, man? Starts doing all these voices. What's up, dude? my name's jason all these stances and shit and fucking and i'm just like oh first thing he did though was diss me oh it's him nah, right. man. 
right to John Diago, like, nah, dude, nah, or I'm cool. Fucking amazing, dude. And then, and then, yeah, it's just like being with your, with your fucking hero. So I'm fanning out, but I know how to be cool with him and I'm on his page. So I'm not like puppy dog, but I'm like, you know, hey, remember in the, in the video and did the kickflip manual kickflip out? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that was awesome. Cool Chris Farley moment, yeah. yeah. For sure. Like, you know, when you said when there was more outside your window, like, did you mean that? Like, yes. <laughs> Jay Lee was fucking shit up, dude. And and it was like, people weren't looking at him like that no more. I remember, oh yeah, real quick. This is so, uh, this happened to me, dude. This was so rad. Yeah. So back so when he flipped this little, this thing's like really small, but it's a tall drop. I'm trying to backside flip it. And I'm just being a little scared punk. It's going to my feet every time. And I'm just, eh, eh. I don't know why I keep, <laughs> eh, eh. you know, I like went, I had a phase of that. I had to get out of that phase. You know, I had a little scary, scary cat phase. Like, damn, bro, you're kicking it away. Like this far from the ground. Just let gravity do its thing. Jason saw me doing that. He goes, bro. So what are you doing? Just gets on his board and backside flips it. First fucking try. It <laughs> took me right out. And I was just like, uh, every emotion, <laughs> it was just like I wanted to hug him and flip him off at the same time. You know what I mean? I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "That," I was like, "That just happened to me, dude. That is so sick." It's like, "How dope is that?" He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "So frustrated for me." Like, if you bail that shit one more time, I'm gonna land. Like, you, <laughs> you know when you swallow for someone else and shit? Like, come on, dude, get that down. You wipe your eye, you wipe your nose for someone else. You keep doing that. Like, come on, bro, get it. You know, he did that for me. He wiped my nose for me. Backside flipped that shit. <laughs> That's so sick, dude. Those moments yeah. are like forever, too. You Like, totally. you're not going to forget that. There's some things you're going to forget, but then there's some things for sure you will not. Like, my moments, I forget. Like, hey, like, I'll watch footage, and I'm like, I did a back Smith grind? <laughs> I can do that? Like, where uh, the fuck been? You know, my moments, like, you know, but... <laughs> You know, fanning out like like shit. You just mentioned Salva. I saw him at an art show. I took a photo with him. I turned into the kid. Like I started feeling guilty. He knew I fast forwarded his shit tonight. <laughs> the vert button. Rob used to tell me it's called the vert button. You just hit fast forward. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one, dude. I'm not yeah, no, it was a thing. Fortunately, and there's that rumor that Jordan Richter got edited out, and it was not. Per See, it wasn't yeah. personal, bro. It was you were on a ramp. That yeah. was it. You weren't on the ramp. If it was just your street, Jordan would have been in there, dude. It, uh, it, something about street skaters back then. It was like, you know, the BMX guy, he's cool, but uh, that vert skater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it was so foreign to any kid that was like not rich and grew up like, you know, where are you going to learn how to ride a vert ramp? You got to know somebody that has one. Right. And then how much, how much are pads and like, how much is everything in like, you yeah. know, and, you're gonna let me ride that shit you yeah. know what I mean? when street started hitting it just blew up like there's this new everything was new you know it was right. like wait these guys are riding on walls 90 degree walls how the fuck are they doing this like this is crazy this guy's flipping his board like i remember seeing hensley do the no comply flip and i was like that's bullshit that did not happen that's fucking fake i would call bullshit on like sequences and stuff because you know the frames oh, are yeah. really like 
I'm like, okay, how do you go from right here? And then you're all the way here. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. And then as I get into scanning, I'm like, oh yeah, there is a way. <laughs> like, there actually is a way. But yeah, I used to think this stuff was fake too. I'm like, that's fake, dude. Tony Hawk, that's a stage name. That can't Tommy Guerrero. Come on, dude. You can't have these names. These guys are fake. There's like a stage. Like Tony resident. Hawk? What? Yeah. <laughs> like Black Mountain, like all these group of guys. Yeah. These, like this shit's staged, right? Like Hulk Hogan, like Randy Savage. Like It, it felt like that, like larger than life. Like this dude's name is life. Satan spelled backwards? No way. Right? And you think <laughs> like all this stuff and you're just like, man, are you kidding me? This shit is this deep. Right. Satanic skateboarder. <laughs> like you're to take over the world. So did from world, did you go, did you go to, where'd you go from world? Stereo. So world. Oh yeah. Back to stereo. Then from stereo, where'd you go? And then stereo. What the fuck? Chocolate. Yeah. That was it. Stereo. I got kicked off stereo because so there was board concave issues and there was communication issues and me being young issues. Uh, So I didn't know how and communicate my uh, complaints of where the brand was. Me being a young dude, Adam Barcadero, like with Carol, with everyone, like on on the deck, on the scene, like you guys are late. Like you get the news. We're making and reporting the news. So I know in a flat tail in the nose, I see the shapes changing see the concave changing i see the the wheels i see the stuff i'm watching the performance of these dudes i'm watching what rick howard rides now i'm watching what mike carroll rides i'm watching what javante rides i'm watching what all my favorite skaters that are local and around you know chefies and whoever what they're riding i'm noticing flat flat tail steeper nose so i'm going yo our boards are fucking steep tail and flat nose we gotta change this shit bro we gotta be up i'm not realizing that i'm fucking a complaining little bitch and a brat because <laughs> i'm not thinking of it in that way i'm not thinking that these boards are already ordered mike these boards that we have more boards ordered we can't just snap with a finger change shit i'm a dumbass kid i don't know business or anything like that so i'm going these boards suck dude the concaves are whack look at these boards these are what everyone's riding i see what everyone's skating no one's riding real boards anymore everyone no one's riding the stereo boards anymore everyone's riding those everyone's riding that you know what i mean where before everyone was riding it you would see carol on a fucking matt rodriguez you would see fucking people riding those boards like other people so i hated the boards the boards were gross so i didn't want to ride those boards either Carol's giving me boards. I'm spray painting, stickering it up, hoping the guys don't come down because I know that it's a shitty thing I'm doing, but I'm still a dumbass kid and I want to skate and I want to perform at the best I can, right? Basically me complaining about the, sh- the boards and shit. Those guys were like, and then those guys are older, so they don't really care. At the time, it was like dudes like Coco Santiago on the team. Coco is not looking at the fucking concave of a deck and going, how big's the wheelbase? Yeah. I don't think that motherfucker gave a fuck. Give that man a skateboard. He will ride that shit. Yeah, he isn't fucking nice. There was a lot of dudes in there that wasn't really tripping on, like, specs yet. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't. And I was tripping on specs. I was okay. like, bro, that little fucking little eighth of an inch matters. Well, Solomon will get on that board and fuck shit up. And I'm like, I know, but he's a fucking uh, Solomon fucking a guy, like a hero, a fucking like no one skates like that, dude. 
right. most Coco can get on that board. No one skates like that, dude. That dude's gnarly as fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? But regular folk, you're going to need some flat in the tail, bro, dangling out. You know what I mean? And there's stuff that I don't know if they noticed, but I right. didn't know how to express it to them in a mature way to be like, let's grow. Let me help you. I'm up there going, these boards fucking talking. So were you without a board sponsor in between uh, stereo or chocolate? Like, yeah, But I was on chocolate. Like it, I literally, and it was crazy because. Chocolate was, was already started? Yeah, chocolate was already started. So, oh, okay. And, and I'm, I'm like best friends at this time. Every day I'm with Ben and Shamil and Aris and all my friends, you know, the yeah. guys were affiliated with that. Yeah, the, me being on, them not telling me and them like enjoying watching me sweat and talking about how we're going to go on tour and we'll send you a postcard. And oh, shit. <laughs> they just continued the fucking smart intellect to fucking bust your balls. Yeah. Busting my uh, balls till the tour, till, till the day of the tour. Wow. Were you part, like, did you overhear some discussions before those dudes left uh, plan B and we're going to start the whole thing? Like, were you aware it was coming? Check out. Okay. So this happened, dude, this happened. <laughs> okay. Mike Carroll and Rick Howard can tell you this happened. And Rod, I think Rodney Mullen might've been there too. I'm at the back to the city contest. I'm, I'm me and Carol are tight at this point. It's the Mike and Mike, like we're tight, tight. I already know Mike Janowski through H street days and him coming down and he would give me like the new Sal Barbier before it came out. You know what I mean? Like, and I'd be like, Oh my God, like, you know, not sponsoring or nothing, but like when he's in town and I'm there and now Mike Carroll's little homie and I skate and you do, he could bless me. You know what I mean? And it was like, yeah, right. That shit. So, so I'm, I'm with Carol. I'm rolling with Carol, dude. And he says, come stay at the hotel with me. I call my mom. I spend the night. Yeah. So I'm with Carol. I'm spending the night at the hotel. Wake up in the morning and Rick's there and Rick comes over or whatever. And then we, we go to a hotel room and knock on the door. They wearing these, they're wearing the girl shirts already. I knew that they were doing girl. So they wear they had the girl shirts on white with blue, blue girl logo on it. Doesn't say girl or nothing. They just have them. Right. Rick and Mike, and they talking amongst themselves. Now we're walking to another hotel room. Open the door. <laughs> Fucking Mike Tanaski and Rodney Mullen, I think. I want to say Mullen and Tanaski were there. Maybe Rodney. Twin beds. Tanaski's right here. Rick and Mike right here. I'm in the like little chair in the corner. They're talking about that fucking situation. Why am I in the room? Why? <laughs> there? Why? I'm just like this. Holy shit. <laughs> Listening to this shit go down, bro. And like them saying, yup, yup. Explaining it. Megan, hearing Megan Baltimore's name, hearing things that I'm going, oh my God, why am I here, dude? And I know a Mike T and I'm looking at Mike like he'll look over at me. I'm like, I don't even <laughs> look at him and shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. I'm on, I'm on stereo. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I don't hey, now you're, you're back up. Fuck, dude. That one was an uncomfortable one, bro. Fuck. But, but everyone was cool. No one, it wasn't like no drama in there. It was discussions. I was like, you know, when I look back at it, I was actually impressed on the way they did it. They like handled that. 
pretty like like you know someone told him don't just surprise him at the contest you better talk to him they, they you owe him that much respect to right. at least tell him but then if you notice back to the city contest everybody had that shit on and you know yeah. what I mean? kind of like hey new wave coming dude that's how it was back in the day it seemed like uh that's how slap opened up too like you went to emb and everyone had slap shirts on and you're like what the, what the fuck is slap it just said slap that was it yeah you know, that's what i remember for the first time seeing slap i was like whoa lance gave all of us a chance and lance and lance like saw the skateboard talent versus like the popular guy and made us popular guys like he my first picture in the magazine was in the first slap i couldn't mm. believe it I, I remember look and it's in it's in a style article with like ron chapman and like all these rad ass dudes that i look up to like in there and i'm in that article doing a little tail slide shit and i'm looking at this shit like what the f- meat what is it right. unbelievable he told me the first slap was a flyer and that picture was on there damn I, damn bro really like i was a nobody like that was like you know those guys just giving me real stuff i'm wearing airwalk enigmas bro <laughs> i have airwalk enigmas doing a back tail slide at rsf in berkeley wow you know I mean? so that's that's pretty dated the blue and the blue and the gray black ones you're, yeah. you're kind of a dude that like is pretty critical of your gear right are you like when you look at your footage are you checking out your gear like you know what? That's so crazy because I not really, not no. really. You know, if anything, it's like I I wear like crazy shit, like so because I see it like people trip on it. So I like all right, I'll, I'm gonna wear these pants with dogs all over, them. <laughs> dog print pants and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a way for me to throw my nuts around a little bit. Like yeah, I can wear these dog pants, with motherfucker. Like you can't, I can. You know what I'm saying? Like some people scared to do shit like that. I'm not. And I, I like clothes and shit like that. So, you know, and I got a lot of different styles. So when it's hot out here, I'm in my, my permanent vacation mode and that'll be like board shorts, like, but I'm never in, in the water. You know what I mean? No socks or low socks and shit and just like a t-shirt or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, chilling. I love it. Just fuck around. I don't really be getting too dolled up now. So is chocolate kind of would you consider that your first video part like full length like you had tricks in other videos 411 probably and uh ftc and stuff like that i think that kind of hurt me but i used to do that on purpose back then is i used to just film for the chocolate videos i Uh didn't else i used to like whatever footage like would be in a video or something would be like shit i didn't want in my part or if people would ask me, hey, would you want to film a line? Would you want to film that while skating or something? Because uh-huh. I was, it's, it's weird, dude. Like, even though I had fun doing it, there was a moment where, like, I was skating just to learn tricks, just to film them, just to fucking make video parts. I wasn't having, like, I wasn't skating fun like now. Like, right. where I don't care what I'm doing. Like, I just say enjoy it. And, like, yes. 58 slappy crooks like yep that's what i'm doing i don't care don't look at it like you know what i'm saying like but back then it was like learn a trick film it got the clip next move next move and the whole time it was like my video part my part okay i got this i got that i need one of these i need a spot like this i need a trick like this like you know i'd always be planning shit you know i would i would like 
love shooting photos too. Like that was, I think I, I really got like, I was really blessed to be in skateboarding at that time. Like a lot of us, a lot of people like money wise, I think we fucked up. We didn't have like a good guidance to like do our own companies and shit, but it took us to fuck up for this next generation to be doing that. So they got to love us for that. Fuck up. Yeah. But we, we held that skateboard shit down though. You know what I mean? Like for sure, like certain tricks were illegal. You were judged off of a trick you did back then. You know what I mean? Like you did nineties, early two thousands. It's like, bro, you was in a category, right? We put you in a category. You were goofy. We put you right there. Boom. You know what I mean? It was with Simon Woodstock, right? (laughs) Serious dude. It was crazy where now it's like, everything's open which it should be but everything was clicky it wasn't skateboarding it was the times everything rules any culture you're in you had to follow those rules and then be accepted by those the higher ups (laughs) but then pretty soon when your your boss is your peer it's much different than when your boss is this dude that's like an older guy business guy like you're not on the same level but when it's like I don't know, like Mike and Rick, you're like, fuck, we've been skating together for all. I can have a talk with you. Right, right, yeah. What was the pressure like, though? I I mean, you guys put out, obviously, like with Spike Jones involved in everything, like those videos are fucking gnarly. And then Ty Evans getting involved, like that's gnarly. Like those level of production. I was nervous because I'm like, bro, you just came off of filming Chad fucking Muska, bro. I'm a low impact dude. You got to be bored as fuck with me. Yeah. You- like dude all i do is move the camera like that three stairs is all i get york i'm trying to you know what i'm saying i was like yeah you're, you're Nate, no stiff neck with me bro you're just you're. <laughs> i was nervous i'm like oh but no but he was rad he, he was like he he didn't care that i you know that was sometimes a uh, issue with me is the my style of skateboarding you know some people would say Oh, well, I'm looking for the guy that's going to go down the handrail or this and that. You know what I mean? So it was like, sort of like, you know, at the time I was pigeonholing myself. And then I was like stubborn too. So like tight pants are out. I baggy my pants up even more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do the opposite. Like whatever, I'd go on slap message board, whatever trick they didn't like, I'd learn it switch. You know what <laughs> I mean? I was like, oh, I'm about to be a troll on you motherfuckers. And that's what started happening, dude. I love that. That's like where I am now. Is one of those video parts um, like the one that you hold the most pride in? Like, do you have a favorite video part of your own? They're all different in a different way. I like I'm stoked on my mouse part because it was like I was skating every day with my friends with zero expectations. I didn't know what anyone else was doing. And we would just kind of like we all would get clips and it was just like, we all would skate together. Be like me, Ben, Shamil, whoever else. And then it'd be like, guys, what was cool is I would be with guys that were sponsored by different companies, but we're all filming for a video. So we would all skate together, film with the same filmer. It wasn't like just the Dickie scene. It would right. be, you know, girl guys, the chocolate guys, the fucking, you know, the, the fucking almost guys, the menace guys, whoever, 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 all film one filmer and, dude would give you his clip and this clip and it was cool like i I didn't feel like it was it was competition in a way of like who could do that the new shit kind of for yourself your new not the new shit but Mm -hmm. like 
damn, like, you know, like Henry did that manual trick there. It's like, fuck, dude, got to step the bar up now. We can't, we got to, you know what I mean? To keep up now. You So that was kind of like our motive, I think. It was just uh. like stepping up the bar. When I got into skateboarding, guys that I watch skate, I mimic them, right? I mimic Nottis. I learned at the tail side. I learned as much as I could mimic from him and, and I could get. And the gods, I try to mimic that, learn his tricks, and this trick and that trick. And so skateboard videos, that's the point. We watch it, right? Some guy does a trick. Oh, that was sick. Everybody's doing it now, right? It comes trendy. The, the, you know, when dude no comply knows we'll eat the fucking table. Everybody's no complying. Oh, my God. I got to learn. You know what I mean? It was like, that's awesome. That That's I love that about skating. See, people can hate on that. Oh, that's weak. I'm like, what's weak about that? That's amazing that, like, you could do that with skateboarding. And so, you know, I think that with skateboarding in the in the place it is now versus back then, like, as far as cultures and shit like that, it's like you could be Simon Woodstock and have a shoe on at But back then, you couldn't have no, no fuck no, right? Right. No, I mean, once skateboarding got popular, it was open to everybody. And then, you know, with the new everything, it's like nobody wants, everybody is sensitive and nobody wants to, like you said, like the stuff that was happening at EMB, it was kind of out of love. It was like anything was. else, like to be a part of the club, we're going to push your button, I'll push yours, you push mine. If you're, if you're like too sensitive to it and leave, you ain't made for our click. Like that's it what it is i trip out on this stuff like all this stuff there's so much stuff and it almost went overboard like it did because people are bringing up stuff from the past you know and it's like the time was different then so hmm. it's like are you gonna cancel eddie murphy delirious yeah exactly like he says some raw shit in there dude yeah like you know have you ever watched an 80s horror movie yeah like they're gonna you You've ever saw Purple Rain? Dude calls him a full blown like you faggot, da da da, like talking shit to Prince, like calling him all kind of shit. So much crazy stuff that I guess would get you, you know, canceled these days was around us then, and I think people weren't taking it so sensitive as a group. I think people took things personal if it was said to you back then. That's why people used to get beat up back in the day more. People right. used to it was you. You said that shit to me. So yeah. now we have an issue. Not you said a word and I'm a part of a group and I'm going to defend us, which is cool, too. I'm not mad at nobody for nothing. The only thing I'm mad at is the anonymous animosity. When you're Indy 169 and you don't identify who you are and you try to ruin someone's life, dude, this is someone's life. And you're Indy 169 in your mom's basement with fucking lube and like anger management classes and all your bullshit. It's like everybody thinks their voice is so important, but we're the old guys and we can't go there, you know? <laughs> you know, people are people and we fuck up and, and, you know, you learn from your mistakes. If you're not willing to accept and make mistakes, like if you're perfect and Mr. Perfect and shit, I bet you you got a lot of fucking issues going on. Right. The most of my growing has come from fucking up and feeling shitty about that situation. Yeah. And why I don't do those situations. I needed to go through shit like that or needed to be involved in things that I don't want to be involved in anymore. And so you learn from your mistakes. That's what experience is. It's a fancy word for fucking up. I, you know, 17 years experience on the field. 
Now, I've been fucking up for 17 years and still got a goddamn job is what they mean. No, totally. I wish that they would like utilize the error to educate like, okay, this person fucked up. We're going to educate this person what it was wrong. And it's, it's like you're an alcoholic and you stop drinking. And then 20 years later, someone's like, you used to be an alcoholic. It's like used you to. Me. It was so rude to me when you were drunk and an alcoholic. And now yeah. you're not. I'm like, sorry, dude, I, I made my amends. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I do think that there's different ways to approach stuff. Blood wizards. Blood wizards. Blood wizards. Blood wizards. Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy. Uh, first impressions of Mike York. Pretty sure it's the same day. Uh, first impression of the cities with Carl and his homeboy in the garage. Then we go to EMB and as I'm maybe awing up the curb or just walking up, that's the first person I see is York. And the first trick I see is a backside 180 north. But the north kicked out to the side, kind of with reminiscent of Ron Allen, to where you talk about being intimidated. There's a, a kid your same age, dressed kind of, you know, we're all dressed similar, and he's just got the style that just sticks out. He's the style for miles. There, uh, York has it. You know that. Uh, first person to do that tray flip everyone and their mother does nowadays, too. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You mentioned the mouse video a little bit ago, and uh, a lot of people don't know, but the song you used, Ron Allen was involved, yeah? Yeah, Ron Allen, my man Knack One, and my man Giggs, Rosario, and uh, Brian. These dudes were uh, graffiti artists and, and rappers and shit, and they lived in Oakland, and Ron, the, Ron was around those guys. The guy, Brian got me into skateboarding oh so that's that guy he no there was a different dude oh okay this dude basically was the guy that that was like saw me saw those dudes and then he was the first guy that was a skater so he was the first guy to put me on like you know what i mean right this dude he was already i remember he had a fucking uh he had a Tom Grahulski board, dude, with like a skeleton or something on it, like something yeah. like, like a squiggly thing. Uh -huh. I don't, something like that, some sort of vision board, right? It was like that. Yeah, it was it? Told, I totally remember that board. And then he could wall ride the the ramp, and so I remember like he was like younger, and that dude would talk to me. So that's crazy. So he got into graffiti and hip hop after that. So I ended up connecting with him later. So okay. it was crazy because then he saw me and was like, holy shit, you're fucking doing it, bro. Like, like, 
if I would have skated with you, I would have been doing that, huh? And I was said, you would have probably been a pro by now. You know, I was <laughs> tired, dude. Like, you just, if you would have got exposure back then, they would have loved you. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of, you know, like hometown hero. Yeah. Like, that dude. So they made music. I would go kick it over there. And it was cool because I would skate in the Bay Area in, in, in San Francisco, do all my peer stuff or whatever. Then I'd go across the bridge to the East Bay and kick it with that group. So I would be with skaters. Then I'd be with like musicians, dudes, older skate, like dudes who used to skate, but no skaters. So my whole crowd was different. So it was cool because I wasn't, I was like more of like, who's that? Instead of, oh, this was York. Like, like I, I feel goofy in that situation sometimes back then. So it made me feel cooler to be the, the, the why is he here guy instead of like, who is that? Like no one jogged me, no one gave a fuck because I'm around musician people, graffiti artists, rappers. So if I didn't do any, and they were freestyle battle rapper kind of dudes. So if I didn't freestyle battle, they, I was, I was just like the homie. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. I'm, the couch, I'm just the guy on the couch, like you know, kicking it. I was cool, but I, it was like, oh, he skates, he does something else. Right. So I was able to be around there, and these dudes would perform and it do with turntables and they had drums. So it would always be music and fun shit going on there. The fools would be drinking and smoking weed and shit like that shit I was into. After skating, I'm home, I'm on this side. So uh -huh. I'm like, out, oh. And it, it was like super cool. So these dudes came and said, yo, like, you know, I said, dude, why don't you guys make a song for me? I was like, I was like I'm making a video right now. I was like, I'm going to use this... Um, I was like, I got a Bob James song I'm going to use because Ghostface had just dropped that the uh, his album and it had the dun 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 dun, dun, dun. that so there I had graffiti and DJ homies so they knew all the albums and samples so he's like, bro, you're gonna freak it. I got the sample to that. It's this record right here. He played the song for me and I'm like, oh shit, that's that. He goes, yeah, you just use this for your video part. I'm like, I'm using that shit, dude. So that was going to be my part. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to fuck. They're going to fucking <laughs> rip in this video, bro. That song is too fucking sick. And it wasn't like common back then. You know, it wasn't like put it on Instagram. It was like right. back then DJs would like cover the fucking album. Do not let you know what the fuck it was so you can look and see what record's that. They wouldn't need right. funny. It's the blue record. That's yeah. all you, you don't know what it is. So he was playing there. So I'm like, dude, like. And then I'm telling them, man, why don't y'all play? I was like, you guys are fucking sick. And I was like, why don't y'all make a song for me? I'll put it on my video. I was like, do you know what fucking Plan B did for fucking uh, like hieroglyphics, bro? I was like, every every skateboarder was at, there was at least probably 80% skateboarders at the early hieroglyphic shows. For sure. Yeah. Hey, Mike Carroll's song, they went crazy. They heard this song, they went crazy. Sheffy song, whatever. Yeah. All that hyro shit, bro. I'm like, they, I'm like, let me put y'all, since you're my friends, in the video. And y'all, cause they looked like they were gonna be doing that. I thought they were gonna be doing that. So I'm like, why don't I do that for you guys? And we'll put it in the video. Hell of people will see it and be like, oh, what's that song? Right? Get hell exposure. So they're like, all right. So all of them do it. They make a beat. They rap on it. They give me the shit on a DAT tape, bro. Oh, DAT tape. That's why it sounds so crazy. In okay. The it wasn't okay. even burned on a CD or nothing. They gave me a fucking DAT tape. That means they recorded it off of another reel. 
So this is like straight old school shit. Yeah, so, it's like raw. Yeah. So so when we're editing the video and I go to girl, you know, and then Eris is the reason that the, the video has the best music in the world is because of Eris Volkis, R.I.P. To, to King Syrah, man. He was a DJ and he was the one that was able to find all the samples and and was in getting in all the funk shit and everything too so he was putting me on to like going past hip-hop like oh this song this song so he's like bro i'm just gonna make you a mixtape of all these dope songs you bring it down to to la with you play them and then y'all can go to the store i'll write everything out whatever you like you just go to the store tower records buy the cd you have the music so that's uh... how the mouse video music is fucking excellent that's who did it, dude. That's who did it. Like okay. so. So I'm I'm bringing that tape over to Rick. I'm giving it to Rick. Bam! Here's music, bro. Like it's you know what I mean. So all these songs are on there. Guy Mariano songs on there. All the songs are on there. Okay, because Guy didn't have that song. He had a Megadeth, Metallica, something. He had some Henry shit going on at first. Oh, okay. And, that, and then that song came. Okay, so. <laughs> You know, this shit was a big deal. Ayers made a big impact with that music. You know what I mean? A lot mm. of that uh, style of music. So I get that song. We play it. I'm in there with Richard Mulder. We're watching the foot, you know, watching the footage and stuff. So Richard's like, you're not using that song? And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to use this song instead. He's like, I'm taking that song. I was like, use it. So if you look, Richard has the Nautilus song. And Richard's song is the down, 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 down in the video. And that yeah. was supposed to be. That was like, and I just said, no. Nah. And Richard was like, all right, I'm taking that. Oh, it went so dope with his part. That part right. is like so dope. Right? Richard Mulder is a legend. Like his, his skating was unbelievable. You know what I mean? So we made that song. They never had any, they never put it out. They never did anything. So it's been a mystery. I get hit up all the time. Dude. What is that? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know where to get it. I don't even know what it's called. I don't know the name of the group. I don't know nothing. I I want to say it's FSC, but I don't know if that's the name of the group with Ron in it. I don't know because that's their graffiti crew. I don't know if Ron's in their graffiti crew. You know what I mean? It gets all tangled up. So I'm yeah. like, oh, it's just a mystery, dude. But like, I got to hit Ron. Yeah, you got to ask Ron what the fuck is up with it. Okay. But, because like, everybody on YouTube, I was watching that part before we did this interview, and under the comments, most of the comments are like, "Dude, that song, what is it? Who yeah. does anyone know?" Like, you know. No, the only way you could fuck with that song is by getting on my part. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of cool. It and you don't gotta watch my part no more. But the only way to to check that out is by having that part. And we didn't plan any of that, but right. I stuff like that. I think it's cool. I'm like, wow, that's cool that that happened. Like, you know, it's just a silly thing, but it's, it, it's cool. And then it was rad that Ron said my name in the song. Like, I was tripping. Like, I was bugging out on just them. I said, you guys made a fucking song for it? Like, I was already, like, tripping. Then at the end, when he dedicated this shit to me, I said, oh, my God. And then I had enough footage to, did you see how the song fit? Perfect. I didn't, like, go out and have to film four more things or something. That shit just worked the fuck just, out. Oh, yeah. So that's when it's magic. As soon as I did the front crook fakie, I'm rolling out it, say dedicated to Mike York and just slap. <laughs> like, bro, ow. How did you, you know what I mean? It wasn't like I was like, I have three in three minutes and 20 seconds of footage, guys. Make my song that long. They just made, it was just 
you know, when shit's meant to be, it's meant to be. It works. It right. works out. It should work out smooth like that. Yeah, yeah. But it was that, dope. And like uh, the hot chocolate video, skating to Nicotina, that's just fucking forever. Like, Nicotina I, for I us. A better Nicotina song, though. I never did know. I wasn't into no Yayo or none of that, man. I was older dude shit, man. You know? Yeah, but oh, it's still the anthem. Um, you know, yeah, but I was like, man, I was like, I, I could have picked a better one. They kind of didn't ask me. I think uh, they asked me about who, like, what kind of song. And I'm like, oh, I got a, a nicotine song. And, you know, and they threw that on there. So I don't know, man. It was just <laughs> weird because I'm like, bro, the Yale song out of all of them, bro. I don't even do that shit. I got young energy, man. I'm skinny. I got I'm, uh, big, my metabolism's fast. Right. I'm like, if I was, I would be done, bro. Wouldn't I have been already done? <laughs> yeah, dude. Unless I'm just like the healthiest fucking drug addict in the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. What is it? Like, you know? Well, well that, that part, like you had the uh, knee brace on and you get, it, it stops on that. Okay. That part was crazy, man. Editing is funny, dude, because they made that shit look like I was done. Right. I, I was tripping out. Like, you know what is funny? This goes back to Ron Allen. Ron Allen called me up and went, you okay? And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, they're getting rid of you, bro. And I said, what? And he goes, they're getting rid of you, bro. What happened? And I had spoke to Ron in a long time. And I'm in LA. Ron saw the video and called me and told me that. Ron Allen, real one, bro. That's why people don't like Ron Allen sometimes. That's why people don't like me sometimes. And, and you know what? We're we're okay with it. Because he told me the real shit. He said, bro, they're about to get rid of you, bro. He told me that from the Bay Area. Just Damn. seeing the video. He go, you got your name on the box of that video. A quote from you too, bro. Because I see you through that shit. And I went, what? I'm up here almost getting bummed at Ron listening to that. Okay? Uh, not my dogs. Not my squad. Not my brothers. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, uh-huh. whoa. I don't know, man. I'm just hurt. Da-da-da. You know what I mean? So the editing looked crazy because I got hurt, went went home on the tour, MRI. Nothing was torn. Doctor said, oh, you have a sprain. You'll be fine. Called Rick. Rick's like, come back on the tour. I'm like, all right. I can come back on the tour and just be hurt. And he goes, dude, come on. So obviously, I'm... Why am I invited back if I'm like the worst dude in the world to be around, right? I must if I stink real bad and I'm like the worst attitude and I'm already off the tour, like you invited me back just to smell bad and you know what I mean? Like right. see, I was making it fun on tour. People was like, bring York back. He's fun, even with a hurt leg. Like it makes it fun. So yeah. I'm like, I wanna be there. I'd rather be hurt on tour than hurt at home. Fuck it. Like, you know? So I'm I'm there with like a fucking ice on my knee, trying to you know chilling with everybody, and we're hanging and having fun, and you know the whole thing. I get home. We're still filming for the video. I get home. I do rehab at my my house. Go myself. I get back on the skateboard, film the manual front one eighty fakey manual. Get that clip after I hurt my knee. After the me laying there and shit in the jersey. If you notice all my the footage, I'm staying off my, my right leg. So I do the manual kickflip manual. I stay off the leg. I was good enough to just be able to be hurt and wing it. And it hurt to bend. So kickflip straight. So I'm just being smart. Fuck it. I can do this. 
I mean, get clips. I wanted to make it look like I got hurt, but I'm coming back. Mm. You know what I, mean? I thought that's what we was going to do. At the same time, I'm thinking I'm about to get on Nike. I'm like on about to get on Nike. Me, Donnie Barley, like we're it like me and Donnie Barley are like at Nike. So we're looking at each other like we're getting on Nike with a bunch of other people. So we're thinking we're the new addition to Nike, which was going to be sick. So anyway, side note. So I'm thinking, oh, this is great. This is going to be that Nike kind of, oh, he got hurt. He fighting. He coming back. A total campaign. I'm thinking, oh shit, I got the campaign. I'm the living campaign right now. I'm put your dice on me. Let's go. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's go. I, I got this. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know what I mean? I'm getting footage. I'm still getting clips. Like, can't stop Yorgatron. Yeah, I'm still getting clips, motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, they're still getting manual tricks on, on like a legit manual, too. Manual front 180 faking manual. Stayed off the leg, landed it, boom, got off the board and limped my ass, you know what I mean? With the brace and bullshit did that fucking demo at wallenberg with the fucking brace and shit like that and my leg i shouldn't even have been skateboarding uh, my fucking a toothpick i should my leg could not wobble like side to side like it was like i should not have been skateboarding but mm. i i was cursed with like being able to land shit hurt like that hurt i was like whoa i can big flip i can do this i can do that you know what i mean because it's just like in my head so I'm out there thinking everything is going to be looking that way. And I guess they looked at it as up. Oh, you had a, you hurt your knee once up, oh, sprained your knee again, you're done. And you're getting older. And then that was kind of that thing too. It was like now age ain't nothing but a number type thing. You could be whatever, you know, you, you could be hella old and rip and no one cares or hella little. But back then it was like, Oh, you're, you know, they are still putting a, like a date on shit. You had an expiration date. I was still in the expiration date skateboarding pace. <laughs> so did that happen right as the video came out? Like, yeah, kind of, kind of. Huh. I noticed change. I noticed, um, I noticed it would got colder. I wasn't invited to everything. You know, my phone calls weren't picked up. They weren't there anymore. You know, uh, I wasn't invited to skate sessions. If I was filming, it was with my filmer, not with whoever they were all with, where it used to be that way. So yeah. as I'm picking up signs, it would be like that. Like, actually, it was crazy. Like, one time it was like a party or something was going on. And it was somewhere close to my pad. And Daniel told me about it. And I ended up going. And I don't think certain people thought I was going to be there. And was like, oh, shit. It was super weird. And they, Damn. like, they didn't know me. And I went, oh, okay, Ron Allen knows something I don't. And then Whoa. from there like and that was that you know and i wasn't done i was like just like all psyched on like getting my knee back you know what i mean i was like oh what a this timing sucks dude and then back then it was definitely my fault like mike and rick could do no wrong so and then if i talked about it upset i'm bitter because the chips aren't in my favor but you know what i mean but if i told the truth it's like no you're bitter you're talking shit and it's like no, that did happen to me. You know what I mean? It did work like that. Like, I wouldn't, you know what uh, I mean? Damn. That, that was just how it was, though. A lot of people did that, though. It wasn't like I was the only guy to get that treatment like that. And sometimes we were all young. And, and I, you know, I don't, I don't hold any, I'm not mad at any of them dudes at all. I think that's a very, very awkward, difficult place to be to have to tell your friend, like, you know, 
yeah, I can't fuck with you no more. Like, that's rough. Like, so, you know, I don't expect someone to do it with a way to be so, so graceful at that time. It's funny because we grew up with this thing that's our passion, so we would do it anyway. But at the point where you actually make it your job, you never thought because it was so fun and it was just what it was. You never thought you would hear someone say it's only business. Yeah. When I was doing my brand, I let I kind of gave the guys that I was giving boards to a realistic outlook on what was going on mm. and expect and what to do. And I told every one of my riders, if and when you get a better offer and someone sees you, you give me a phone call and let me know. And that's all you got to do is just say, yo, these guys want me to ride for them, bro. I'm going to say, go fucking do that shit. Get paid. Get fucking out there. Go live your fucking dream. Because I am only can do what I'm doing right now for you. And I and you deserve more. I had a guy named Spencer. And, and he was on Roller Horror. And I didn't even want to turn him pro. Turn anyone pro. I turned him pro. He ended up calling me and going, dude, Powell wants me to ride for him, dude. And they're going to eventually turn me pro. And I go, dude, go get your fucking Bones Brigade on, bro. Go get fucking paid. Go get fucking go on tour. Go fucking do that shit, bro. Yeah. I don't get shit personal. And, and we was like, cool. And heck, boom. And I wasn't like, oh, fuck, you know, because I let him know already how it fucking is. So that's what I'm telling those guys. So I don't know. I feel like when changes in the brand happen, I feel like there needs to be people who can sit down and talk with you. Because I thought I, like I thought that I would be working at girl like in the back and shit. Like, I didn't know that they would be like a, like a fucking, I'm not fucking with you. I was thinking like, oh shit, they're going to retire me. I'm going to be a like fucking brand, the, the back manager and shit. You know, I'm going to learn how to do that shit and, you know, be getting the new dudes boards, putting me or putting me or putting me, you know, something like that. Right. I don't, you know, have my back, at least, at least know that like, I'm not like just kicked out and I don't know nothing. Cause that was a hard little transition. It's like, that's how skateboarding was back then. Like, I think now maybe it's different because I think people are at the teams are more like um, you're a coworker versus back then we was all like, like friend, friends, like buddy, like we doing shit off the board. Like, no, you were on stage at bottom of the hill for scare of the year. Yeah. That was sick. Like that kind of shit. Yeah. 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 No, I know. That's what, I mean, I love Mike and I don't know if you guys are friends again or or whatever. I don't have no problem with nobody. You know what I mean? Like I've I've moved on from that so long. Like my son is high school. You feel me? Yeah. So I definitely moved the fuck on from that shit. I ain't mad at no one. And like I said earlier, I think we were young and and dealing with situations that were hard that that probably would take some goddamn therapy or or a talk with a professional to like (laughs) really be able to get through. So like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Right. It's what it is. So when you got, when you started doing your brand, like, did you see a lot of things that opened your eyes to like learning stuff through? I learned a lot about, about more of, um, you know, uh, just, dealing with different personalities, dealing with different type of skateboarders. Um, there was a time where like, when I stopped doing the brand is cause it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't because I did wasn't making money. I got good at that. 
I actually like had like good accounts and, and I had like a lot of stuff and then COVID helped me because you know, Oh yeah. It was a good time. All of us, you know, everyone. Yeah. yeah. I capitalized on that. I was one of those guys, you know, I'm, I'm probably one of those companies that's involved in when everyone talks shit about them, small companies came in <laughs> in that group. Definitely. It was definitely skate shops. Best years. Uh, yeah, they loved me. They loved us. Yeah. And you know, like I and I, I was I was still kicking like and it, it was working and they were selling the boards and shit was moving and so it, it got unfun. If that is that a word unfun? Well I'm gonna say it today. It was unfun because I started dealing with just people that were just bu- bullshit and just didn't care about like I said, the specs like a fucking eighth of an inch or move this here or you know, give yeah. shit flip i care about an ollie flip still i may not be able to do it as well as i could i got maybe two out of ten but you know i still care about it so i know that i don't I'm not gonna lose that is like the business where i don't know my concave sucks i'm not doing that the dude would rather steal two hundred dollars from you once than make fifty thousand dollars with you you know a bunch of times and i don't understand that so that was what was happening and it's a monster company. You know, monsters come back to life. The hand comes back out the ground, part two. You know, Michael Myers gets up. So, you know, it is roller horror. We're not we're not dead yet. And who knows what I'm doing, man? I got all kinds of things happening with skateboarding. And you're a dad, right? You got t- two kids? Yeah. Olivia and Jacob. Those are my nice. little... They're How's big What's that entail? You, you're waking up early, taking them to school in the mornings, and then... I take them to school now, because my son started high school, so he gets a ride with his friend. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's on the high school uh, basketball team, the freshman basketball team. Probably oh. university, I know it. He's good. He's a baller. Rad, dude. He's a real good basketball player. My daughter plays basketball. She's pretty good. I could have been... Man, I, was, I hope I didn't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was looking at, I'm like, damn, dude, like, is that in our blood right there? Cause they're just shifty and dude, my son's pretty good. I thought it was beginner's luck at first when he was like little, but it was, it's like the little phenomenal skateboarder kid that just keeps getting their little Ryan Sheckler. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of a sudden that guy you used to make fun of is the best. <laughs> yeah. Like just, but he was the best. Even when you were making fun of him, because <laughs> yeah, exactly, fun of him, but not in a bad way. But you're like laughing, like that dude skates like a grown ass man, and he hasn't even like you know what I mean. Kiss the girl. Yeah. What's the Push Academy? Yeah, that's uh, I'm with my man Sean, and I'm out here in Santa Clarita, and I started basically doing working with um, with him with a little skate school. I've been wanting to do it for a while. And um, I didn't really have like the the proper like like a uh, you know like the clientele like the I didn't know how to like reach the parents to know who the fuck I was to care about even wanting them to want to skate with me you know I'm like that's gonna be the part that's hard everything else is easy but it's gonna be the like how do I build this up right. Without- creep like i don't know if my style is going to be walking up to parents at the skate park sitting there oh parent hey yeah you want skate lessons you know yeah. what i mean yeah uh, you know i don't I, I don't know so this dude already 
basically had it locked down. He's already working with the city of Santa Clarita and all that. So I'm like, so he comes up to me or a friend of ours, my man, Chaden. He is like, bro, this dude was asking to see if you wanted to do something with skate lessons and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, uh, you know, because he Chayden heard me talking about it. So he's like, let me link you with this dude. So I end up, long story short, I link with the dude, end up like crushing this. You know what I mean? Like crushing it. Like I didn't realize how much this gave back to me at my age and where I am and how I am and my way my mind is. And it's, it's absolutely like the best job in the world. Like it's 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 great it, and it's like the style i've had parents come up to me and say how long have you been doing this for and i'll be like ah maybe like six seven months and they're like what and he's like i'm a fucking teacher it's like you got it bro like blah 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 so like me having kids my patience with kids is there me understanding skateboarding and loving skateboarding you know what I mean? And being good at fucking skateboarding is, is it, it's like the reason I'm good at it is because I, I use my technique to build my confidence, to be consistent, to be doing that trick a lot. So people will say, oh, that dude does that trick. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like he knows how to let the ball go and where to grab it. Why he's confident to shoot the ball right in front of a fucking dude two fucking inches away from him. Bam, it's going in. I practice this. this is what I do. I'm not nervous. This is what I do to see kids go from one to the other. And everyone has their own teaching style. You know what I mean? And, and I'm kind of more of an advanced teacher. I don't want to touch you. I'll hold your hand if you're like a baby, but I don't want to touch you. I want you to know how to ride a skateboard mm -hmm. and no one touched me. Like I don't see Nigel Houston having a dude underneath them holding his hand at the X games while he goes down the ramp. Right. So we're eliminating a lot of that. That's what I'm doing. I'm just like, bro, like if I can eliminate like 47 hippers and 38 swellbos and have you learning the transition a little early and understanding it, you might take this little rubber band body and, you know, turn yeah. it to the phenomenal right there. But I've taught like grownups had to kick flip. Ah, like my man, Sean had a kid and he's, was teaching him how to kickflip and the kid was flipping it and he couldn't ha he couldn't land it and then sean ended up going yo would you teach that kid i'm gonna go to a concert to do something i forgot what he said or sick or i forgot and then yeah we got it you i put him there was this the kid he was on my instagram the last kid okay uh, you know what i mean alex that's that's got to be an insane feeling though, right? Like you share that moment with that kid and that kid is beyond hype like your first kickflip means a lot right yeah. big, and like, so you're a part of that like it's just continuing this venture as as you would like it used to be your peers now it's you're the older guy it's amazing and the best part is no one knows me dude they find out later oh the fucking part right they find out later dude they go i didn't know you were the i didn't do the and i go yeah and then they go oh wow and then and then because i did that then the parents now get to go, he's a pro skateboarder. He had to cover a Thrasher magazine. He's on Google. And all of a sudden, all the taboo shit I'm not supposed to talk about in skateboarding, the skateboarders, I can brag my ass off to these fucking PTA, like to them, you know, because they're not in skateboarding. So I can tell the new clients, you know, the parents, like, 
Yeah, I've been to cover. Thrasher, I was on the hottest brands. I went on tour. I've been to Eiffel Tower, skateboarding. Yeah. You know, stupid, stupid shit that, like, yeah. you know, I'd get, like, eaten alive on Slap Message Board for saying, but, like, to the parents, it's it's my selling point. You can learn a jump shot from Backyard Willie, or you can learn a jump shot from the dude who was in the NBA. Your, your choice, you know? Right, exactly. That's how I present. I go, ooh, like, I, you know, my 30 plus years of skateboard experience, actually, I have somewhere to do it now. Like, I have a couple of special kids that maybe we hang more than we learn tricks. So mm-hmm. I know that what I'm doing is bigger than lean back, hit the tail. It's, it's mentorship. It's, it's giving them confidence. It's letting them know. It's letting these kids tell tell themselves to be proud of themselves early, bro. Right. Instead of I can't do this. And I say, yeah, you keep forgetting yet. When you fuck with me, you can't do it yet. Where I'm at. And I'm letting these guys know it. I, I, I teach kids, boys, girls, whoever, you know, whoever wants to skate, men, ladies, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. And the Santa Clarita skate park is where I do most of my lessons at. Okay. And just in Santa Clarita right now, but like, you know, eventually, I want to blow something up and have something big. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. this is the opportunity uh, to give back to skateboarding, like in a real way. And right. anyone who's ever really skated with me knows that I'll tell you to lean back or put your foot like this. or I've always been like that. Uh-huh. I've always been a technical break it down. And Keenan Milton is the one who told me that. Keenan Showed me that. And he said, this is how you become consistent. This is how you become good. You know what the fuck you're doing. You don't just huck it. I used to huck it. A lot of dudes huck it. You know? And he goes, no, you know, huck it, bro. You know what the fuck you're doing from start to finish. You figure out every piece. That's how you know what you're doing. And you watch, you watch the way he skates. Yeah, he skates like that. You watch Keenan switch for the tables, bro. He's not That's- hucking. He knows what the fuck doing yeah, like, it's a legend fuck you right so once he put that in my head i said oh shit i started skating different i can made me a better skateboarder 100 percent. yeah have you seen that this old ledge the thrasher they've got oh, a new series yeah and i i was included in that one i was like oh my god there i am that was really nice i was like psyched on that man that was cool to remember us and remember that you know what do you think? Let's give a over under on how many boards are in the bay right there at uh, Pier Seven. It was like 30, <laughs> 40, maybe <laughs> about 30. 40 I was like, seconds. somebody's got to fucking go down there and get all those. Not hundreds, but like I threw my board in there and Carl got really bummed on me. And, and I got so bummed that Carl got so bummed that uh. I never in. And I was super apologetic to Carl. It mm. really bummed him out. And then I felt like an idiot because as soon as Carl gave me to like, what the fuck, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why'd you do that? And I like looked at him and said, I don't know. I had a temper tantrum and I just was selfish. And I threw my board in the water and you just, you know, and it fucking bummed me out. And I felt sad and tw- twice, you know? Yeah. And so I did that shit again. So don't cancel me skateboarding. And if you cancel me, so what? You wasn't fucking with me anyway. Shit. Uh, <laughs> what, what? You're not going to buy my shoe? Who's it, who's it on? <laughs> what shoe? 
are, are you kind of surprised at all or do you know why that there hasn't been an emb documentary it seems like with all you guys and all the fucking media that you know the access like i don't think there's any footage that oh. any that anyone would be it would kind of be like the Dogtown one, but then it would just be like questionable footage. And then like footage from like the Spitfire video. And then like footage of Brian Young at the Spitfire, you know, with Kelch talking and like no Kelch footage. But if you were like, all right, you, you, you get the main guys and you interview them, but then you have LeVar's best tricks, Kelch's best tricks, your no, best tricks, Carol's, but- and it's all together in one video, it would be this pretty epic historical thing that like kids in the new generation will be like oh this is why emb is the shit yeah like because right now they're like why did supreme make such a big deal out of emb that's weird they're from new york they came to sf and hyped it up like why it's like this is why yeah yeah i mean done correctly it would be sick and to, Uh to homage type video then yes all day you can do that but I think the reason that there's not the actual documentary is because we don't have no footage. A lot of it hasn't been seen. I would say Dave Sloshbach, uh, Jake Rosenberg. Yeah, Mesa maybe. Mesa, Mesa would have more of like our generation. Mesa was would probably have like the Lavar's, me, Chico. That was like the younger EMB. What about those Russian twins? The Russian? No, I don't. Because Russian Twins wasn't filming them dudes like that. Like oh, they were, were, I don't know. Like Russian Twins were cool. I wasn't mad at no one, but I was also cool with everybody. Like I liked everyone. Like you had to be a dick for me not to like you. I'm still yeah, like that. You're that's, the cool little dick. That's it. I, I always was embraced by certain dudes and felt a weird vibe by certain dudes. I don't need to name anybody, but like you yeah. and Rick were always cool to me. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't know. I just felt like it was that was how it was, you know. And you got to remember, like, some of those dudes came up hard life. Like, skateboarding was like, you did, like, they were gangsters, kind of like, they would have right. been gangbanger ass motherfucking, gangster ass motherfuckers if they were escaped some of them dudes. I think that attitude, and then just, you know, it was just a skate attitude, man. It was right. like, it was like, you know, like RIP to the Felper, you know what I mean? Like, dude, that, like, vibe like if that dude fucked with you like you were in you know what i mean and and i know for a fact like that dude would laugh at dudes kissing his ass you know and and i knew for a fact that like i would fuck he would fucking joke with me i joke right back with him and i remember i remember we're at the we're at the i'm at the uh probably one of the last sre whatever asr whatever it was there was like whatever one of the one of the last ones one of the few the last of the mohican ones you know it was probably a couple more and then it was like everyone was over it yeah i had just got kicked off chocolate and this is when jake had just blown his knee out and just had that knee surgery remember yeah like a long time ago so we're walking meet and he just looks at me and he goes ouch it's gotta hurt right here like that and i go knee he goes it sucks and i go I feel the knee right here. <laughs> yeah. And it was fucking be- it was beautiful. Uh-huh. And I, I turn around and I go, Jake. He turns around. I go, am I still banned in Thrasher? He goes, you never were. And I go, fucking do it already. And I turn around and leave. And he's just like, I love that because everyone does the opposite to me. Right. My f- 
ass. No, it's the minute you, know? you step up, that's when you get the respect. You know, and I'm like, yeah. I know that dude, 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 I, I didn't even know who he was. And I'm at Studio 43 trying to learn how to fucking skate the fucking ramp. And Bryce is there, Thebo's there, Phelps is there, and I'm there with um, LeVar and there with John, John Diago. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to like skate the ramp and Phelps is just like, oh, anytime I touch that motherfucker, because I was the most fakey rock hang up fucking skating ass dude. That dude. So he let me get two off. So I'm gonna let him go back and forth twice. I'm rolling in on him every time. And and did. Rolled it, rolled, intimidated, never hit me, touched me, just intimidated. The fuck saw how shaky I was on the ramp. Mm. And able to skate next to me fast and intimidate the fuck off me. Get off my ramp. <laughs> I remember being a little kid, little hothead. Now I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> Do we glasses? Is that you? Man, fuck you. I skate street, man. Fuck this ramp. Fuck all this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm way I fucking took my temper tantrum ass and went outside and said, John Diago came with me. And he sat out there. I'm doing kickflips outside. Fuck this. This is skating. Fuck that ramp. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm coming out later telling me, you know who that was, right? I'm like, no. And then, I don't know. He, I, he was cool. Cool ever since, man. Yeah. So I appreciated the fact that I had no idea who he was and actually called him a dick being a little kid. <laughs> and then I mean, realized and being like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got the cover, though. That's what I'm doing. Presidio, <laughs> right? So I ended up getting that photo. And then with Luke, because I go out with Luke all the time. Me and Luke, there was a point where I would just skate with Luke. And 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 then he would just drop me off at Pier 7 and hang out at Pier 7. So it was like I was loving it. And I would tell all my pros friends to come do this with me. None of them wanted to do it. I'm like, bro, I got the formula. We go out with this guy. We get in Thrasher. And then you come back here and you kick it all day and film your clips and shit. This shit is the life, bro. Uh, and he gonna get you spots that you might want to film a clip at and he's finding all the spots luca called me and go bro found this place i want you to quick grind it i said all right you fucking meet you up here all right hang up the phone fucking no none of this like meet luke i leave my car get in get in his truck drive me over there did you quick grind it yeah let's go boom quick grind the bar you know take me i got this front side no side for you in, in the city, the ledge off the stairs, you know, the one Drake did the no side pop, front knows it. We'll get a photo of it. It'll be dope. Boom, boom, boom. Doom. Photo of it. Bam. Chocolate ad. It's like, it, would, it was just like, that's how it come. There was a point where I'm in almost every one of the mags, dude. Like, mm. other, like, I would just go out with, like, if it's, and then the beauty of it too was, it was like, I was sponsored by a lot of people. So, like, Fresh Jive at the time, and, and Fresh Jive would pay a lot for a photo you can you could invoice them oh. uh, you know so would take all i say luke dude want to want to make you know 800 bucks real quick today like let's shoot a fresh jive ad he's like love you bro okay you know what i mean hell like, yeah I, him and ken go those two always hit them up and then when i'm in la i would hit up cu trend those were my guys that i would hit up and say yo you want let's make some money i want to make shoot this with me let's make some bucks Right. You know, what I, mean? yeah. I made sure like I looked out when I did that when I was in that position to be like a blue skater, cool guy, whatever. 
I tried mm. to look as much as I could, you know. So yeah, that was just fun, man. Shooting photos and all that. And that era was the shit. Yeah. So, so like, you know, going out and just like, oh, I found this spot. I found this spot. And it's so crazy because Luke would tell me you'd be like, dude, I'll just drive around San Francisco and look for shit and just be like, uh, York would like that. Fucking, you know what I mean? Struber yeah. would like that. This yeah. guy like that. When Butcher's in town, I'm bringing on to that. Yeah. You know, the squad back then, like the guys that would be in the mag all the time. Totally. So fun. And I would like be telling like Marcus and LeVar and those guys, come on, come on, come on. So, you know, it was like one day we're out. Oh, I found a flat bar in the Presidio. All right, let's check it out. This been done. This been done. This been done. All right, let me do the blunt side thing. Do the front blunt. Do it. Like transfer the other side. And then um, I get a phone call. Oh, you got to do it again. But um, I got to bring you a board. And he goes, I'm going to go to FTC and get that my, same Mike Carroll board. But don't put any stickers on it. And stickers all over. I was in photo instant of King. I was uh -huh. like hustling. So I had my reflex bearing sticker on there, DVS sticker, whatever shoes. No, I was wearing S back then. Etnies and Don Brown was still hooking me up. So I had like Sal's actually. I remember I had those Sal shoes. And then, uh, you know, all my sponsors for, you know, you get in the magazine, you get 200 bucks. Right. So I'm, hell yeah. Like, you know, kill six birds of one stone. You know, so I think my board had hella stickers. So there was like, we ain't putting that on a cover. I didn't know I'm getting a cover. So Luke brings me to board, set it up. So like, do it here. And so in full blown thrasher, earn a cover style. I do it again. I eat shit. Slam. Oh. I one fucking miss one do the full leg over bam hip falling boom i'm laying fucking next to luke like my fucking face <laughs> is in the gutter it's like a curb my face is literally in the in between like this like in the curb and i'm looking at him like all like body like tweak and he's like get up and do it this is for the cover of thrasher and i just got up and it was like oh fuck Went back, did like two more, made it. And then I think I ate shit and I tried another one. I ate shit again. And he goes, okay, you ate shit twice. So it's like super legit. It's like, and I, and I felt like I needed to eat shit in order for it to be the cover. Ah. Even like the whole point of getting the cover is landing the move. Yeah. I felt like dues to be paid to have that honor, you know? And so when he told me that shit, I was like, damn. And really fuck with me because the way I look at skateboarding, you know, it made me go, wow, I contributed this much to this shit. Like people know my name and stuff like that. And like everyone in skateboarding, in my eyes, got to think about it like this. Everybody in skateboarding got to look at me in November. I still remember it's November because of my birthday month too. Fuck, uh. man. Damn. That was fucking cool. It meant a lot to me. That's a big deal to me. That Thrasher cover. It's yeah. bigger, big deal. Especially at the time. It's 96, bro. I ain't getting yeah. no it's 90s, bro. You had to earn that shit. Like 96, the rough year. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like no I it wasn't like sympathy or nothing. It was like, you know, there was enough skaters to cover more than 12 months of, of magazines in that year. Right. Could have not been one and been totally okay with it. Mm. So to know that the whole skateboard world was looking at me for just that little bit of second and i was like whoa that's crazy like usually it's like 
Mike Vallely is getting looked at or someone, you know, and they're all now look like, do you get it? What I'm saying? Does that make sense? No, it's sacred, man. It's forever. And you can never take that away from you. You know, I'm one of them now. Like, instead of one of them there, they're all looking at me. And I'm, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm usually in the crowd looking at one of them. And that's why it's special to me, bro. And yeah. It was like, fuck yeah. And, I, and I'm not mad at the photo. I'm not mad at the trick. I'm not mad at none of it. Like, you know, when I look at that picture, I'm like, oh, that's dope. So like, he was- didn't explain to you when he was like, oh, we got to go do it with a, a board, a different board with no stickers. He, he didn't tell me. Okay. Everybody does that to me. Because you know? usually they don't, nobody tells anybody they're getting a cover. Like, usually, like, oh. that's, you know, it's like, that's kind of. I would have blew it. I would have probably got too nervous. So I would have been try, trying to think I needed to do something more or something. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. Or like, Tommy Guerrero guns and look over the show. <laughs> but do it natural? Am I good enough? Do I mimic? <laughs> yeah. You know, spot wasn't super crazy. Like, as far as, like, how you get a Thrasher cover now, that shit better be gnarly. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. Changed, and you little fuckers did it yourselves by going gnarly and bucked that whole time. So yeah. blame it yourselves, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you guys put it that way. But, I mean, a good photo. It was it was sick. And, you know, just to even be considered to get a cover to it, actually get it is rad. It was like people saw it that I respect in skateboarding and said, hell yeah, this motherfucker gonna represent our shit this month. Me being on the Thrasher cover with the name Thrasher, that's, I'm, yo, man, someone could fuck that up. You know what I mean? Like, that's why old people, I think sometimes when you be seeing like super old people, they just are kind of on like different time, you know, they move different, but then you'll notice it with all of them. It's just kind of where they left off. You know what I mean? And life moved, and they were like, ah, we ain't doing that shit. And it's like us. You know, he's like, ah, we ain't doing that shit. Mm, you know. For sure. Hey, let's, I've taken so much of your time, and I appreciate it. Let's, let's, I got one final one, and it's going to be the hardest one maybe for you. Oh, is it math? No, it's the longest, because um, throughout your whole career, you've been around fucking insane shit. You've been on rad tours. You've skated with great people. Is there one thing that stands out as I was there for this and it stoked the fuck out of me? Like if it's MJ's fucking Ender or whatever it was. Oh, man, this is going to be hard. I don't. Is that too hard? There's not anything. Or it doesn't have to be the number one, but it could be whatever comes to mind. I'm not going number one, but let me let me shoot out some stuff that I've been around. So, yeah. So. Like we said earlier, uh, being in the room with Mike Carroll and then was kind of that's cool. insane. <laughs> I, kind of know, I, I don't know why I was there. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I saw Henry do a fakie 5 0 fakie flip for the first time. I was there at Embarcadero what? on the Terminator board. Saw Damn. that. That was pretty fucking uh, uh, gnarly to see that. That was I- unbelievable. Uh, I saw. I was at every one of those Steve Olson skating Hubba hideout sessions. Really? Yeah. Foundation. Oh, fuck. Steve Olson, man. What happened to that dude? So sick. A month, bro. But yeah. yeah he was, and then, I don't know. He just kind of did his thing, whatever, after. But yeah, when the monk was on foundation and fucked that Hubba up, I was yeah. there. Bro. Wow. What was the coolest shit you seen LeVar do in person? Uh, every, all that shit. 
everything. <laughs> everything every, he did, you were there. Fronts I flipped. He switched fronts. I flipped the seven at Embarcadero on Shiloh's first pro model board. So <sighs> that tell you about. There you like, go. Real good. <laughs> Fuck. Ali the Gods. Lavar Ali the Gods. That was really. Fun. Yeah. Wow. Hell yeah, me and Paul was about to kind of look at it. Lavar got up there and did this shit. He was like, I'm cool. I don't know if Carl and I did it. I never Ali the Gods. Uh huh. We didn't what? get a chance. Damn. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I wasn't what? there for Dino and I wasn't there for Mark, but I was there for Josh Wendell's frontside shove it. I was actually on the payphone talking to Rodney Mullen. <laughs> oh shit. Wow. He's right there, bro. Uh, that was when he was on Think and he was on Venture and Think. Josh Wendell. This is right before like all the jail stuff or whatever. The gun yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. So he's skating. And he was like, I think Rick had tried to front shove it, but he didn't land it. So it was still up in the air. They show Rick like try a front shove in Plan B video, but he bails it. And you mm-hmm. hear Carl go, oh, that's our little voice. <laughs> oh, I do the same thing. Oh, but it's now it's all old and fucked up. Uh-huh. I've been cheering like that forever. So that's me and Carl's voice. Oh. And then he, I'm on the phone. And I'm like ordering a box or something like alien words or filming the video, whatever, talking to Rodney, you know what I mean? And you have to pay for I'm watching. I could see the gods gap and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, Josh Wendell just frontside shoved the, the fucking guns gap. And I like told Rodney and Ryan like, got it. Like L.A. got it. It was like Instagram, bro. I was wow. like, oh. I'm like reporting skate news to like, <laughs> Rodney. My- On the <laughs> scene. Gods. God's gap, frontside shove, Swindell. Click, like, you know what I mean? Like, on the phone, Rodney up there, like, no shit. Like, yeah, next thing you know, it's fucking think at him doing uh, it. Sequence. Yeah. So that that's, was cool. That's um, amazing. Eris's warehouse, like, uh, like early days, like, um, seeing, like, meeting, like, Danny Sargent and him being so fucking cool and being like, so cool for like a pro back then like Debo was pretty cool but he was kind of like on his thing and then he would roll with Julian who was like fuck these guys that <laughs> did, like eh. mm. it fly out so we'd see Julian he'd say what's up he wouldn't be a dick but he would be like we're not hanging with these guys so mm. Julian came fast and he'd be out and our little ass couldn't keep up we'd be like alright Dave you know that crew of dudes yeah so- we would see those guys. I would trip out on that. When huh. Tommy and him would like be regulars at fucking Embarcadero for a minute, they were like EMB Lokes for a yeah. second. That was sick. Fucking us going to Nottis' house and shit. That was fucked up. <laughs> the one yeah. that he does the tail side yeah. off. The- <laughs> well, we were Jim. We go to the beach. So I'm looking the beach that I skate all the time now. But like then I'm like, oh, oh. Like looking at this shit, like, oh my god, that's where Nottis does to this. That's this, that's this. Fucking bugging. And then the Jim's like, Yeah, we're gonna go walk up to Nottis's house. We need to walk. It's right there. We walk up, we walk, and I'm sitting on Nottis' couch looking at Nottis. Just watching Nottis walk around his house. Looking at everything in this fucking house. Like, damn, that's Nottis's chair. He sits in that. That's his table. He puts things on that. Wow, look at his wall, dude. It looks like my wall, kinda, but doper. 
it's not a serious, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you're bugging the fuck out. And then obviously Stereo J Sleep meeting all them dudes and you know what I mean? And, you know, being on an airplane and f- fucking skating or, you know, I don't know, all that shit. Shit is crazy, dude. You've had a fucking sick career, dude. You've been around a lot of people and you've done a lot of rad shit yourself. So I really appreciate you taking the time, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I remember that one long weekend we had in Vegas for the uh, Boost Mobile. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Nelly and fucking everything. It was like Felper and Mickey were like the hosts and like it was was a crazy one. So, Mm -hmm. well, good, man. In the head with a water bottle. Oh, I yeah, but but he, he was throwing it to TNT because Tony had fucking ripped, and I'm talking with him. I'm like, bro, get this dude some water. I'm like looking around, and Julian's up at the top. He fucking throws the fucking water bottle, and the fucking cab hits me right in the fucking head, dude, and like camera and everything, and I fucking fall on my ass. Oh. I look up and he's like, oh shit, I'm like, it's cool. And everyone's laughing and shit. And I just, I'm getting fired from the place. Oh, all pissed off because they were talking to me in the ear thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, dude, I just got hit in the head with a fucking bottle. I'm over this shit. And I remember mm. saying to the mic, like, I'm over this shit. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Fired. I wonder what happened to my career. I wonder why I'm not like, doing that. I would love that job, but whatever. Yeah. I blew it in Vegas. I guess I'm the only guy to burn it in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, right. No way. Well, fuck, dude. Thank you so much, man. Good no talking to you. you. Chime in from time to time. Say what's up. I will, for sure. I appreciate hey. it. I love you, Mike. Take care. Take care. Love you. Thanks for the opportunity. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Yes. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Schmidt. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. When you subscribe, you'll get notifications every Tuesday of new episodes the minute they become available. Also, please leave reviews and a five-star rating. It's the best way to help the show grow. All of the episodes will always remain free, but if you would like to help support the show, you can do so at TalkingSchmidt.com, where you can pick up some merchandise like t-shirts, beanies, hats, and stickers. The website has an entire archive of all of the episodes with extra photos and videos. Email us with any suggestions, comments, or ways that the show may have improved your life at talkingschmidt at gmail.com. All interviews are conducted, edited, and produced by Schmitty. The intro music is Mary's Cross by the band Nature. A very special shout-out goes to the executive director, Cheryl Camisa. Shout-out. This is Talking Schmidt, where the Rolodex is deep, but the conversation is deeper. Keep the wheels greased.